Before we start the show, I want to thank the thousands of you, the thousands who have read This Book Will Make You Dangerous. Many of you have told me that the book's unique way of exploring fear, confidence, and purpose has had a lasting impact, that it's much easier for you to get clarity and direction about what really matters and what you want to do in this lifetime. It's also amazing to hear that quite a few of you have read it multiple times and even bought copies for friends, so thank you again. Just in case you weren't aware, I created a free companion video course for the book. And in these videos, I walk you through the big takeaways and practices from each chapter. And I even cover some extra stuff that's not included in the book. Information on how to access the course is in newer versions of the book. And if you own an older version of the book and you don't know how to access the course, just hit me up via the contact form at triplinear.com and we'll get you all set up. And one last thing, if you're one of the thousands who have already read the book, please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start the show. You are listening to the new man beyond the macho jerk and the new age wimp. Your host is men's coach, Trip Lemire. Are you settling for aches, pains, or low energy? Do you use your appearance as a way to measure your health? And would you treat your body differently if you were paid to do so? LeBron James spends $1 million per year on his health. What do you spend to ensure that your body doesn't hold you back? Functional medicine health consultant John Mitchell is here to challenge the dogmatic cookie cutter approaches so that you can dial in the unique protocol that works best for your body. Welcome to the new man. Today, I can't be that sassy. <laughs> that was a... Dude, that was great. That was the that was the. Uh, I kind of like the sass. You like the sass? All right. Welcome to the new man. Today we're talking with John Mitchell. He's a functional functional medicine health consultant. Works with people all around the world, and you can learn more about him at johnmitchellpa.com. John, welcome back, buddy. Uh, it's great to be here again. Again, yeah. It's, it's feeling like a morning radio show. Hey, welcome back. We got to we to talk to John Mitchell after traffic here. Uh, it's, uh, it's got that vibe. I love it. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm glad you're on. We've been talking about this for a while. We're, we're as I'm posting this, it's going out in mid January. This is about the time when people's resolutions to get healthier and stronger and fitter all start to go sideways. <laughs> the, the whole new oh, year, new year, new me thing. It. Yeah, it, it's crap. So I, I want to set some context here because, you know, as I've gotten older, I've, I've had health goals that my doctor, my regular doctor just couldn't, you know, he's not the person or she's not the person that I would go to for these types of things. I would go to that person if I had some kind of a real problem and there might be like, I've had some kind of ups and downs and things that are a little, little sideways, but um, it, it just in terms of like, Hey, I want to look better. I want to feel better. I, I want to have this peace of mind that as I'm going into this next phase of life, that I'm on the right trajectory Instead of waiting until something bad comes along and I feel like really feel like crap and I really got to now now I'm on medication or whatever that that type of thing is. So there's this, you know, there's this huge gulf there. And I think as people start their New Year's resolutions, that's the thing is they deep, deep down, they want to have that peace of mind that, hey, I'm, I'm doing the right thing for my body. 
it's not just about looking good. I want to look good, but it's really deeper than that, which is I want to know that I'm doing great, that my body's on the right trajectory. So I imagine you work with a lot of people in this capacity. I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about that. What are some of the goals that people have when they start working with you? Yeah, yeah, you you nailed it. So pretty much there are two types of people typically that that I tend to attract. So number one, it's going to be people who just want to feel better. So that could mean more energy. They want to lose weight. You know, they want to think more clearly, better sex, or even just being able to get an erection, stop losing hair, resolve some sort of chronic health issue, essentially, or people just want peace of mind to know that they're doing it right when it comes to their health. Because the problem is they feel like they're doing all the right things, yet they're not getting the results they expect. Okay. So they think they're eating well, they think they're moving well, but when you say they're not getting the results that they expect, what's, what is happening? For everyone's going to be a little bit different as far as the results that they want, whether that's, you know, the energy or just kind of the confidence, just like feeling great every day. Um, and there's usually a few things going on that there's, there's a, a process that a lot of these people end up going through, um, that, that becomes, that makes it hard for them, uh, to figure out exactly what they want to do. So like the first thing they do is they go to their doctor but they feel like, you know, I can't really rely on them. Um, these people are good. Like you said, if I'm acutely ill, if I have an infection, I have a broken bone that I'm going to go to a doctor. They're great. But sure. if you have, if you have something else wrong, you're just like, you know what? Uh, I'm just not, I, I don't feel like myself. Maybe I'm a little anxious. Like you just know that what's going to happen is they're just going to write you a prescription. See you in 10 minutes and then say, come back in a few months. I, so I just want to, I want to, I want to pause there because I think there's a norm of just feeling rather lousy. I, I, I was, I was a, a couple of years ago before I'd really started to dial in my food. I was just in this achy kind of place and I was like, Oh, well I work out a lot. I'm moving my body. And then it's just I, like, there's, I, I watched people that were older than me just eat a leave all day and eat Advil all day. And it was just kind of the norm that, that you just are in pain or you have discomfort and you have aches. And I was like, well, I guess I'm heading into that phase now. I'm kind of always nursing some kind of an injury. And then I dialed in my food with your help. I started to really dial things in. It was like all that pain went away. All of that achiness went away. And I was like, oh, it doesn't have to be that way. So I, I want to just slide that in here because when we look around, most of us are, are I think, settling for a certain level of health or um, the experience in our bodies. It's just like, well, this is normal. It's just going to be painful or uncomfortable. And that's just the way it has to be. And I can't really go to my doctor about it because they're just going to be like, yeah, this just you know, you got to have some real problem or something instead of just this kind of malaise. Uh, I don't know if malaise is the right word, but just like, ugh, it's drag. Yeah, just like, eh, you know what? Like, I'm just like not feeling like myself. But and then, yeah, you hear, well, maybe I'm just getting older or it's just genetic. And these are the lies that we're told. You don't have to feel that way. But a lot of people just don't know that there is another option out there. So they're just settling because they go, well, this is they look around to their friends and they go, well, I look pretty good compared to that guy. And you know what? I'm not taking as many medications as him. So like, I shouldn't be complaining, but there is absolutely things you can do to make sure that you age well and that you actually feel great. There is no reason why you shouldn't wake up, have a ton of energy as a guy. I know like having a, an erection is a big one. So there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to get it up when you need to, these are, these are things that we're told are just, that just come with age, but that's not reality when you dial in your health. 
And that's what I want to help people understand is there's so much more that you are capable of. You just have to understand that the way that you're going about it right now is probably not the way that that is going to get you the results you want. Okay. So we've got a, we've got a frame for why we would go to our doctor and there's a, there's a real reason. I don't want to, you know, make that bad or wrong to go to our doctor, but we're in this, we're in this middle zone here. And it seems like, at least for me, that's where I'm going online now. I'm going to start searching around and Googling stuff. And that's terrifying because as soon as you enter in your symptom, you know, now you're dying. <laughs> you're obviously dying of something. <laughs> so yeah. Like- and, and the other thing is, it's just like there's so much noise and confusion online. This is like the beauty and the, the curse of all this information at our fingertips is we can read anything we want. And there's a lot of great information, but you have to be able to sift through all that noise and confusion. And it's really hard because there are a ton of people who are self-proclaimed experts or gurus who are pretty much saying, follow my path, follow the keto you know, diet or intermittent fasting or paleo. This is going to be like the fix for you. And a lot of times these people are picking that because it's a great marketing niche. It makes it easy for people to uh, to market to their people. And they say, all right, this is the diet. You're going to lose weight. Take these supplements. You're going to feel better. And that lacks the context of the individual. Some people do great on a ketogenic diet for a short period of time, but not everyone Um, And that's what you need to be able to do is sift through all of that information and go, okay, well, how does this apply to me and what I'm dealing with as opposed to just going, I'm just going to follow this guy says, this is good for my, my mitochondria. This guy says this, you know, supplement is good for me building lean muscle. And I'm just going to kind of like have this hodgepodge of approaches. And then I wake up and go, I don't know what the hell's going on and I don't feel any better. Yeah. And I think that there's that there's a bit of a fundamentalism that happens because we want to find the thing, right? We want to find, this is the thing. If I just do this one thing, then everything's going to change. We don't actually want to slow down and say, what's the, what, what's, what's happening for me? What works for my body? That takes a a bit more, I don't know if effort is really involved, but it just takes a little more um, consciousness, awareness to, to, to tune in and say, Hey, I've got to learn what, what works for my body. And people just like, I don't want to deal with that. I just want somebody to tell me what to do. I just want the plan. Give me the path. And then I don't have to think about it anymore. Yes, exactly. And if you're, if you're going about it that way, if you're just looking for that quick fix and this is that new year mentality, you're never going to get that long-term um, peace of mind that you're looking for. You're not going to get the resolution of those symptoms because what you're doing is you're, you're looking for that short fix that's treating the symptom, but you're not going upstream to look at why do I feel this way to begin with? And what we're trained to do, we're trained by our doctors to think this way, that there's like this one thing that's always causing your issue. Like, yep, it's low magnesium or it's, you know, it's, it's vitamin C or you're, you're just died that cause it's genetics. Like we always want to just think it's this one thing. And as long as we take that, we're going to get better. But in reality, the human body is extremely complex, and it's often a lot of different things that are that are creating the state that you're in. So there are upstream imbalances that create downstream uh, effects or, or system, um, symptoms or diseases. So that's what you need to do is say, well, what's going on upstream that's causing these issues, and let's address those. But that takes time, it takes effort, and you you know you got to work through a system to do that. Okay. Well, I've worked with some some folks. I've been fortunate enough to 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 be connected to some some really interesting people that approach health in a, in a, in an unconventional way. But I would, the thing that always bothered me was that I would go in there and it was, it was, here's the answer. It's $17,000 worth of supplements or something. Yes. It was like, I'd walk out with a crate full of, of pills. I don't really do well with a bunch of pills that for me, I don't, it doesn't work well for my body. I don't, I actually tend to feel worse when I'm 
dumping these these supplements into my body. So I, tell me a little bit more about what's going on there. We have a joke where we, we talk about holistic providers where they just give you a whole list of supplements. And, that's, <laughs> it, and that happens with a lot of people. And it's a shame because these people are, are, are well-educated. A lot of them, a lot of them are like former medical doctors who now do like a more integrated functional approach, but they take with them that, that medical mindset of like a pill for an ill type of thing. And again, that's just most of the time treating, treating symptoms. It's not really getting to the root of it. Um, and I remember I had this, my one client recently, he sent me an email and said, this approach is not working for me. And it was literally a picture of like 40 supplement bottles that he had acquired over like two to three year period. He'd worked with a few different people and was following a bunch of biohackers online. And through our time together, just like the first month, he's like, I feel so much better and more calm than I have in like the past two years, because we've just kind of gotten, we've sifted through all that noise and confusion and said, this is what you need. And this is why it's not like that. All supplements are bad. There are some great ones out there, but it's about figuring out what you specifically need and not just going to someone who's, who's going to order a ton of tests, sell you a bunch of supplements and then say, I'll see you in two months, mm-hmm. which is what's happening. Okay. That that's uh, that's why a lot of us aren't. We don't have this peace of mind. It's why we don't have the results that we want. It's why we fall off and then you know we say this is it. I'm going to get in shape or I'm going to start to feel better, and then we fall off and and then we feel even worse, at least mentally, because it's like man, I I really want to take care of this, but I don't really want to want to go about it. So I I would like to hear from you how how we could go about and and kind of course correct this so that we don't fall into these extremes that you're describing. Yeah. So the, I always look at it with four pillars. So these are, this is pretty much my approach and how I look at things. And this is, we're taking a strategies approach versus tactics. Taxes, tactics are just like the things that you do and strategy is why you do it. So this is why we Hold can on, I get understand much, that a little better. So ta- explain that again. Tactics are what you do. So a ketogenic diet or intermittent fasting is a tactic but strategy is okay. Why are we? Why are we doing this? How long are we going to do this for? What's the utility of it? So this is why we're going to use this tool. I get it's like there's tools, and then there's the reason why I would use the tool. But yes. if I if I'm obsessed with the tool, then if I got a hammer, then everything's a nail kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. That, yes. So pillar number one is a part of these strategies is you need to recognize you are a category of one, that you're a unique person from everybody else. You have a unique upbringing, lifestyle, genetics, environment, nutrition, and all those different things are going to inform your current state of wellness or or sickness. So this is why cookie cutter approaches like different diets don't work for, for everyone. You know, if, if, if there was one superior diet to every, everyone else, everyone would be doing great. We wouldn't have a million diet books. So this is how you know that you need to recognize your category of one. And I'll give you a good example of two different clients. So one I've told you about before was, um, this guy was a diabetic type two diabetic. So type two is what you develop later on in life typically. And he, he wanted to get a, He didn't want to go on any diabetic medication and his doctors just kept telling him, you need to be on this medication. It's genetic. There's nothing you can do about it. Blah, blah, blah. He had a clean diet, was eating like a paleo type diet, was exercising an hour a day, blood sugar stole over the place. When we looked at his labs, he was getting exposure to a bunch of environmental toxins that were damaging his pancreas, were 
which, which your pancreas is what produces insulin that helps regulate your blood sugar. That was the reason that was causing this guy's diabetes. It wasn't because he wasn't eating well. It wasn't because he wasn't exercising or that it was genetic. It was because of this environmental exposure. Um, and on the other end of the spectrum, I have a guy, um, a client who I'm working with right now who did cure his type 2 diabetes by doing a ketogenic diet, intermittent fasting. But again, after about a year or two, he goes, that stopped working for me. I, I didn't stop. I stopped feeling so great. I wasn't confident in my approach. So this is why you need to recognize that you are a category of one and that the approach that you take needs to be tailored to you. So every plan that you, that if you work with somebody, all of those plans should be bespoke. It should be catered to your lifestyle, your environment, your nutrition, your mindset, because that's when we're going to give you exactly what you need and not just some cookie cutter approach. I think that's cool. And then it's also that leave room that it's going to change. It's not set it and forget it. It's like anything else in life that yes. we, we keep coming back to it and saying, all right, you know, what, how am I feeling now instead of, well, I just, I, this is what I decided a year ago and this is what I do from here on out that, we're always, we're always checking in and we're always course correcting and, and adjusting based on how our bodies change. Yeah. Which sounds like a pain in the up. ass. If you're the guy that just wants <laughs> to go get a pill and be done with it, it sounds like a pain in the ass. If you're the guy that just wants to be set it and forget it. But I, I, I like to think that most of the guys that are, that are, that are listening right now are more like professional athletes than kind of the sheep, right? That, that they wouldn't just a professional athlete doesn't just go to a regular doctor. He's got a specific doctor that's going to help him function at a very high level. And and I want to open the door here that that's the thinking we're bringing here is that if we want to have, you know, a, our mind to be sharp and clear and we're not dragging our ass along uh, either emotionally or mentally just kind of out of it or just like we're struggling with pain, then we've got to think a little differently about our body, that our body's the vessel for that work that we do. So I I, I think it's I think it's important to to, to make that distinction here that We've got to get out of set it and forget it. And we've got to get out of the, the a pill or the, 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 you know, the, the silver bullet's going to be the thing that, that solves all the problems. We're done. Yeah. So you brought up a few really good points. The number one is that's, that's my big why with this is health is, is not the means to an end. It's, it is the vehicle. Your health is a vehicle to help you achieve what you want in life. So my goal is to help people live a life where they'd go like, hell yeah, at the end of it. Like, I want you to live a great life. And your health is just the vehicle to do that. Like, I don't care about people who all they want to do is be healthy just for health's sake, just because they want to make it to 120 because they said they made it to 120. I want you to live life on your terms and to do what would make you feel great. And I want to help you achieve the health that lets you get there. That's kind of the goal. Okay. I sidetracked you there, but I I just, I could hear what, as you were describing that category of one stuff, I could hear that guy, I hear that voice in me just like, oh, this is a pain in the ass. And I was like, well, dig deeper dig deeper. Like, why, why are you doing this? Why does it matter? And when you get in touch with that, then you realize it's really not that much of a pain in the ass. What's a pain in the ass is being on your back because you're, because you're sick or, or dragging through the day, relying on medication or whatever, because you haven't figured out a, a, a thing that might be just as simple as that environmental piece to, to clean that up and, and get yourself running at a high level. Yeah. And that's, and that's really my issue with the people who are dogmatic about certain diets is, is they don't take that into account that like, depending on so many things, your, your requirements for certain nutrients and and just your lifestyle can change. Like it could be, you know, you're pregnant or maybe you're, you're training for a marathon or you're just under a ton of stress right now, or it's a different type of season. Like all these things are going to affect your nutritional requirements. So to think that it's going to be static for your lifetime 
doesn't make any sense. And this is why people don't get consistent results because they're constantly like, they're not tailoring it to the person. And that's what you need to do. Okay. All right. Yeah. So this first pillar, come back, recognize that you're a category of one instead of, you know, there's a one size fits all approach to things. Um, what's yeah. next? Yeah. So number two is quantify what you need using the right labs. So this is a, you know, a lot of people want to just kind of guess this is the diet or supplements I should be taking, but it's much, it's much more effective to say, okay, this is, you know, your, this is where your nutrients are at. This is your vitamins, your minerals, your amino acids, which are the building blocks for proteins. These are your fatty acids. Now we can get really clear on the types of foods you would do best on. And if you need certain supplements, what they would be and for how long. So I had a, um, I had a client in the past who he owned a farmer's market. So he had access to like all the best foods, um, you know, all the fresh produce, meats, all pasture raised, came in with a bunch of joint pain, just kind of like feeling fatigued. And he was confident that his, his nutrient status was on point and it was a wreck. It was an absolute wreck and he had a good diet. Um, but he's eating all the organic locally raised, all that stuff. He's following the rules of what I should be doing. And he's, and he's a wreck. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, and this is really funny because Often that the healthy, quote unquote, healthiest eaters that come to me often have the worst nutritional profiles because they're usually like so regimented. They're like, all right, I'm going to get the, you know, this for breakfast, same thing for lunch, same thing for dinner. It's going to be, you know, oysters and, and, uh, you know, a bunch of canned sardines and I'm going to have, you know, broccoli and Brussels sprouts. And when you cut, when you cut out all these food groups over time, you create nutritional deficiencies by omission. So that's what I want people to understand is, okay, it may be like a nutritious diet. There may be some good foods in here, but that doesn't mean that you're getting what you specifically need right now. So let's test and see where you're at. And then let's make that decision. That could be confronting if, if, if this person's also like, I'm a guy that eats really healthy and they get really identified with that. And then, yes. <laughs> and they realize Oh wow, the 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 data says I'm off. My my body's needs needs other things. So that's that's pretty fascinating. I think I found some of that too. I thought I was eating pretty healthy and we did some labs and I was like, huh. I uh yours yours are still pretty good. I believe I've seen way worse. Yeah. I was I was a little surprised, but uh okay. All right. But this is and the other thing that we need to be careful with when it comes to the labs is there's also a lot of labs that are not good. Because now we're in the world where there's a lot of direct-to-consumer marketing for for labs where it's just, you know, people can order it off Facebook, send you a lab kit, do it at home, and send it back. So you want to be careful with those as well because that is a big marketing push more so than it being validated by the science. So there are things like nutrigenomics, testing your genes to see what types of foods you should be eating. It's a total waste of money and time. It's not validated by the science. And it tells you, your genes tell you nothing about what's actually going on in your body. Genes are just blueprints, but it takes your environment to, to express those genes, to turn them on and off. So, you know, your lifestyle, if you're, you know, if you're an athlete, if you're stressed out, if you're not getting enough sleep, the light you're exposed to, the foods you're eating, those will all govern what genes are turned on and off. But just by looking at those genes, you can't go, yep, you should be eating a lot more meat or no, you should, you should be eating a lot more carbs. It doesn't work that way. Okay. So it's not just getting labs, it's getting the right labs. And I've spent thousands of dollars on shit labs. I will say that I've unfortunately fallen prey to like, Hey, this sounds amazing. I'll, I'll do that. And it's it, no, it's it's tough to sift through all that all that information out there, and that's what I love showing people. And and sometimes there are great tests that I'm like, you just don't need it right now. It's a good test. It will show us some information, but it's not going to move the needle. 
Okay. So, so that brings me to, to pillar number three, which is you need to work within a framework. So using the right order of operations. So you can't just throw the whole kitchen sink at a problem and think it's going to, it's going to work with the body. You know, it's like building a house. You need to first you know, lay that foundation and then you start working on the house. Let me give you an example. So if we're talking about hormones, say it's like low testosterone. Okay. What are the things that are going to govern testosterone production? We can start looking at your nutrients, your, your mineral status, your zinc and copper and magnesium. Let's look at, do you have any heavy metal exposure? Like, or do you have um, am amalgams, mercury amalgams? Because that will give you some mercury. Or do you eat a lot of tuna and swordfish? Also big sources of mercury. And that will affect your testosterone production. Do you have a fatty acid imbalance? Do you have uh, deficiencies in certain B vitamins that affect methylation and will affect your testosterone? Are you really stressed out? And looking at a computer screen before you go to bed, all these different things are the upstream issues that are causing the downstream imbalances like low testosterone. So that's where you want to put your focus is, okay, what's the highest thing that I can work on? And let's work our way down this in the right order of operations. And by the time you get to hormones, it's often corrected for free. Even if we're working with somebody, they might throw a ton of labs at us. But, but what you're saying is like, there's a correct order or a or more beneficial order to go through so that and, and by doing so, a lot of the things downstream, as you say, kind of work themselves out as, as we address the things up more upstream. And, and so if we do that in order, we're, we're in a better place to take advantage of that. 100%. So yeah, uh, always look at disease is like a downstream result of upstream imbalances. So when you fix those things, and it's different for every person. For for one person, you know, it's like when we talked about with the, the diabetes. For one person, it was environmental toxins. For another person, it was diet and exercise mostly. So for each person, you could have the same disease, but it can be a result of, of different imbalances in your body. So the goal is let's identify all of those things and correct them, as opposed to just trying to attack the the low testosterone or whatever the the disease state is. Okay. And then what's the what's the next pillar? So pillar number 4 is don't be afraid to get help. So you talked about this a little bit before. The pros, all like pro athletes, if you look at them, they have multiple coaches that they work with. LeBron James spends a million dollars a year on his health alone. Really? A million dollars? Yep. They know to be at their best, they need to work with the best and they're willing to do what it takes. And that's the difference between the, the amateur mindset and the pro mindset. The amateur goes, I'm just going to try and figure this out on my own for a few years. And, you know, I'll just kind of like half ass it. And the pros go, I want to get this result and I want it now. And I'm going to work with whoever, whoever and whatever it takes to get this done. I see this in my coaching practice. There's people that are out there dicking around. That, that's the technical term, right? Is the, the, the digging, dicking around. And, you know, I'll get around to doing this. I'll get around once everything falls into place, then that'll be the right time, which is a lot different than if I was getting, what if I was getting paid a lot of money to do this, whether it's create X, Y, Z in their life or get their health in order. And as you said, somebody like LeBron, LeBron James is paying a million bucks because his health is so important to what he's able to do. If he's not healthy, he can't do what he's, what he's paid to do. So, um, but I like how you put that, put that frame around it because is it just helps like come back to like, yeah, I, am I just dicking around? Am I, what am I waiting for? What would it look like if you were being paid to be really healthy? How would you go about doing it? And I think that's a great polarizing way to look at these things is like, oh, well, then I would get help. There's just no doubt that you wouldn't go it alone. You wouldn't play the amateur, as you said. And this goes back to what I was saying in the beginning where like, your health is that foundation. So it doesn't matter if you're not a professional athlete, your ability to perform at your job, if you're a high performer, 
your ability to perform in the bedroom with your wife or to have the energy to play with your kids. It all requires you to have great health because if you're low energy, if you're pissed off all the time or you're depressed and anxious, you're not going to be there at work like you should be. You're not going to be there with your family like you should be. You're not going to be able to have the vigor and vitality that you want to do the things you want in life. So regardless if you're a professional athlete, if you're if, if you're LeBron James, regardless, you should be prioritizing your health because it is going to help you get what you want in life that much better. I think you're speaking to something. One of the reasons why I have peace of mind about working with you and, and having you in my corner is that I don't want to be a liability to myself. Like, I, I don't want to find out down the road, like, oh my gosh, why was I dicking around? Why was I, you know, kicking this down the road and not paying attention to it? I ended up becoming a liability to myself. So there's a bit of that in there, which is I want to make sure I'm, I'm firing on all cylinders. And, and that way, the problems that I am having, I can address, you know, with, with all of my resources, my, you know, that, that I'm healthy and, and able to tackle in there. I don't want to be the reason why I'm slowing everything down. And it's so freeing too. once you get to that point, you go like, okay, I know exactly what I need to do to, to kind of get myself in this, in this place of kind of like peak performance. It's a really nice, calming feeling. It's like that professional athlete or, or like a professional fighter who gets in the ring and they're just totally calm because they know like I did the work to get here. I'm ready to go. I'm prepared. And I love, I love that mentality. And it's, and you only get there though, by doing the work, you don't get there by trying to half-ass it. Okay. I, I love that you're opening up say, Hey, there's another way to do this. Um, and that it's accessible. We don't have to be LeBron James. We don't yes. have to spend a million dollars a year anywhere near that to be able to have this kind of support that's, that's aligned with where we are in our own life. The only thing that I, that I also want to bring up is to, to be careful of, because I see this a lot, especially with men. Um, and it's, this is twofold. So one thing is men are really scared to go and seek help because they're afraid of seeing something wrong. They don't want to get that bad news. So they'd oh, rather yeah. just, they'd rather just go, you know what, if I don't know about it, it's not there. You don't want to do that. I've, I, uh, I've got, I was on the phone with a potential client who had, stage four prostate cancer. So like the worst stage and he had prostate issues for years and he just never got it checked out. Never went to the doctor. By the time it, he got checked out, it was that far along. So it's better to get it like figured out early on. But I think what we need to understand is like, there is a way I think the concern with a lot of men is they feel like, well, once I get this diagnosis, that's the way it is. And what I want to show you is that that's not the case. A lot of times, even when you're told, no, nope, this is the way it is. That's not the case. You can you can absolutely reverse a lot of chronic issues, but you have to work through a different framework than just going like, oh, I'm just going to take a pill for this. So you want to be careful with that one thing. And then the other thing that I see with men is they look at their bodies and energy and go, I look pretty damn good. I don't need any help. I must be healthy. And this is right. like going, it's like looking at a used car and going like, you know what? That looks great from the outside. I'm going to buy it. But you're not going to go, <laughs> you're not going to get it inspected. You're not going to drive it around. Um, you don't want to do that. You know, even doctors in it, you don't judge, you don't judge the quality of someone's health just by looking at you. You don't just walk into a doctor's office and they go, you look pretty good. I'll see you later. You They're look good. Let's take labs. your shirt yeah. off. Let's see how you look in your underwear. All right. Yeah. yeah. Everything's great. Well, I think that is it, right? We tend to, we tend to unconsciously be like, well, I look good. Therefore I must be doing must fine. Be healthy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, and that's just not the case. And this is Coming from my experience working conventional medicine for over 10 years, I've seen this. I've seen so many people come into the hospital who look good, who are a marathoner or a lifter, and they have some significant health issue. They have a heart attack. 
they die from something. And this is the thing is you need to understand that just because you look great doesn't necessarily mean that your health is on point. There's, there's more to it than that. A good example of this is uh, Charles Poliquin. You ever heard of him? I don't think so. He, uh, he's known as, he wasn't as the strength sensei. He trained like a bunch of Olympians and professional athletes, built guy, exercise physiologist, really smart dude, dropped dead in his, in his early fifties. You know, so you look at him and you go, this guy looks great. He's going to live till hundred, but he didn't. And that's the thing is like, we can't just look at a human body and say, you look great from the outside. That means you're going to do well. That means like you're going to live forever. It's just not yeah. the case. Yeah. I can think as we're just talking here, I, I know of people and I know people knew people personally that were like, you know, take their shirt off. You're like, Oh my God, that guy's like ripped and jacked and all that kind of stuff. And then like one had serious chronic disease and couldn't figure it out. And then uh, another guy uh, found out he had stage four kind of cancers. It doesn't mean that and I just want to, yeah, I just want to underline that point that how we looked is, is not that, not the indicator for our, our uh, level of health. Yeah. And I don't want to go the opposite end, end either where people will just go, well, I'm just going to throw in the towel then, and, you know, just say, well, what, what good is it? If this guy got sick and he looks great, then what's the point? The point right. is that, just, just because healthy. you look great. Yeah. Just because, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, have a, I have a family friend who says that he's like, I don't want to be the healthiest corpse in the, in the graveyard. <laughs> but the, the point is just because you look good doesn't mean that you're actually healthy. So there are other ways of doing this, but it takes a more nuanced, personalized approach to it. So that's what we want to, I want people to understand is, okay, you know, let's make sure let's dial this in. Let's look at everything and make sure you are on point and let's just not assume it based off of your physicality. Great. So you work virtually, which is great for guys like me who don't have somebody in their backyard that can help them with this. What, give me a little insight into what that process looks like to work virtually with you. Yeah. So the first step is you can um, just go to my website, johnmitchellpa.com, John without an H uh, and just sign up for a discovery call. Um, so there's a little button that says consultation and it's a free, non-awkward, non-pressure, uh, 20 minute call where we just go and fill each other out and see, you know, are we a good fit or not? Does it seem like something that, that we want to pursue? And then from there, my first step is we always do like a, a very long, uh, hour and a half case review because it just takes time to really get to know someone. So I want to make sure that, that I can understand where people are coming from, what they specifically need, um, and how we would, would approach it. And then we can decide whether we want to work together or not. And everything we do is, is bespoke. It's, it's personalized to you. So there's no cookie cutter plan or program. It's going to be catered to your goals, your needs, um, and what you specifically need. Excellent. I like that. It's also low commitment level, right? It's like, you're not asking right off the bat, like it's going to be this big, arduous, huge investment that, that there's a way to, to ease into it. Because I think that's one of the easy things. Like you said, if I, if I'm scared to ask for help, if I'm scared because I don't want to have bad news, if I just want to live in my little cloud bubble, you're making it as easy as possible for guys to wade in and, and give this a try and, and ease into the process. I found that that is a good way for some people who just kind of want to get a look under the hood essentially and get some clarity without having to do a full fledged program. It's a great way for them just to get that, to put them in the right direction without having to have a huge investment. Yeah. For somebody like me where I'm feeling really good, most of the time there's always a little thing like, well, is this, I just love being able to check in with you and be like, Hey, let's, let's run through some stuff and, and get an update on some things. I don't want to wait until there's a big problem, you know? 
So I, I love being it. That that's the part that gives me peace of mind is that you're willing to wor- work with me at whatever level you know the, uh, my challenge may be. Hundred percent. All right, we're talking with John Mitchell, and you can learn more about him at johnmitchellpa.com. John, thanks so much, buddy. Thank you. If these interviews are helping you, then please visit The New Man on iTunes and leave us a positive review so others can discover the show more easily. Thanks for listening.